Over the years, I've talked and studied and focused on John 4, the story when Jesus meets the Samaritan woman. And I've spent a lot of time just contemplating the idea of it, what it was, what it meant, the history behind it. And there's a lot to look at. I mean, you could have pages and pages of ideas and thoughts and speculations about this encounter between Jesus and the Samaritan woman. But in this podcast, Worshiping God God's Way, I want to focus on one little moment. And it probably only took Jesus 60 seconds to say what he had to say to the Samaritan woman. You know, our lives are like open books to the Holy Spirit. And in that, Jesus's purpose is not to put us on the cross for a crime, but to heal us, to restore us, uh, to let us know that he knows all about us. That's what he did with the Samaritan woman at the very beginning. You know, not all things are deadly sins. Some are just things found in life that happen. And in the course of life, it's sometimes a good thing or sometimes it's a bad thing. But it's not always just this giant mistake. And in 1 Corinthians, when Paul talks about the Holy Spirit moving, it says he reveals the secrets of men's hearts so they will worship God. Now, Jesus was thinking, I believe, the same thing. I think he wanted this woman to discover worship So he started off with the Holy Spirit gifting of being prophetic and looking in and reading what is inside of her. And she accepted that. She she caught on that he was absolutely right about what was happening in her life. And to Jesus, he does have a twofold plan for everybody, including the Samaritan woman, meaning that he wants her to know him and he wants her to worship him. That's what Paul was talking about when he was on his mission in life. Know Jesus, worship him. That's what Paul was introducing to the Jewish community and to the Gentiles. Jesus wanted reconciliation between Judeans and Samaritans. He cared about the lost relationships, and he cared about the misconceptions that grew over time that led people into religious captivity, like the Samaritan woman was revealing in her conversation. But he would not do it at the cost of misinformed worship. And why do I say that? Because Jesus says to the Samaritan woman that he stands in a specific place, and that specific place is with the Judeans, the Jews. Jesus, in the middle of this incredible encounter with this woman, prophesies to her, tells her everything that she's been thinking about. Jesus holds true to a position, and he does it even though there's a possibility that she could reject him. She was Samaritan. She could reject a Judean. That was the history between the two. But the fact of worship Worshiping in spirit and in truth. You might want to review those two words. Jesus didn't bend history to satisfy the Samaritan woman, just in the hope of reconciling or healing her. He wasn't going to bend his theology, so to speak, to try to say the words a slightly different way so she wouldn't be offended. He wasn't going to say, 
another word besides truth or a different word besides spirit. He wasn't going to fluff it up a lot so she wouldn't be insulted by those words. Jesus proves that he was his father's advocate. Jesus is the truth teller and he is his father's historian. The truth comes from Jesus. That's the position. The main thing in chapter 4 Jesus is going to say, I'm drawing a line. I'm going to stand right there at that line. I'm not crossing over to woo you or to take care of you. I'm staying with the truth because the truth is what will set you free. But I have to line it up with God, draw the line in the sand and stand there. The act of worship, the definition itself in this verse, isn't the problem. The woman knew the word prosukoneo. She knew the word prosukonitas. Some people think she was speaking in Hebrew, but either way, she would have known those words. If it was Greek, she would know those words. It wasn't about the act of bowing before God. She was proud about that, but she was also proud about her historic culture. She was proud about the book that she held in her hand and all of her relatives, and the location. And Jesus says, it's not about that. The Samaritan woman had a God-centered religion, but Jesus wasn't in the center of that religion. When we talk about worship, say we stand in front of a Sunday school class, or we go to a youth group, or we go to the worship practice with the band and all the people. How about the full gathering of saints on a Sunday morning? You don't have to explain the whole story found in John 4. Nevertheless, you do have to stay true to the words of Jesus. And Jesus did not use idioms. We say things like stand up and worship. It's really an oxymoron, actually. We say let's sing this worship song. Let's take our offering and present it as our worship. We say things that aren't true. And I don't mean to be you know, rude or harsh or trying to make anyone feel bad or manipulate people like putting guilt on them to to agree with me but i'm not afraid to draw the line and say hey that's not worship you're singing you're standing you're clapping you're playing songs you see jesus i think would agree with me and i hear jesus saying that to the samaritan woman and she had a lot of history behind her it's easy to say to the church today hey i know you haven't heard this before But did you ever realize, ever think about the word worship? Do you know what it means? The majority of people will give me all sorts of answers. Like the woman up north, she said, we worship in a lot of different ways. Well, Jesus wouldn't agree with that. He wouldn't agree with the Samaritan woman. And I had to say to myself, well, what am I going to do when I stand in front of the Sunday school class or this group of band leaders or this church of saints? that I want to see reconciled and I want them to get past misconceptions and the trials found in humanity. But I don't want to do that at the cost of misinformed worship. To worship Jesus, to be of the person that draws the line and says this is what it is, it will cost you something. It's going to cost people something when they determine to stay true to what Jesus said how he responded to the Samaritan woman and all the things that take place in John 4. All of those things, if you know them all, if you can talk about all of that, it should lead you to a moment, to the point where you worship God God's way.